Welcome to Real-Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate. Good day, everyone, and welcome to St. Louis Realtors Real-Time Real Estate. My name is Jennifer Wiegert, Director of Marketing and Communications for St. Louis Realtors. St. Louis Realtors committees are an integral part of the strategic plan and provide resources that enhance member professionalism, support the growth of St. Louis's diverse community, and protect private property rights. Here with me today are Matt Murin, St. Louis Realtors 2021 President, Katie Berry, St. Louis Realtors President-Elect, and Dan Sale, CEO of St. Louis Realtors. Welcome, everyone. Hi, Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. Thanks for having us. Hello. Glad to have you all here. To start off our conversation today, our first question goes to Dan Sale. Dan, could you please tell our listeners what it means to serve on a committee and how to go about doing so? Well, hello, Jennifer. Uh, I am so thrilled that we are covering this topic. It's an extremely important topic. Um, As you alluded to, the committees are the workhorse of the organization. That's where the ideas come from. That's where the work gets done. And most importantly, that's where we identify our future leaders. And in a recent membership survey that we conducted, uh, we asked a question of those people that uh, don't currently volunteer, why is it that you don't volunteer? And uh, as you might suspect, the largest chunk, uh, 28%, said it was because of lack of time. Uh, There was another 14% or so that said they just didn't really have any desire. But a figure that really stood out in my mind Uh, was almost 17% said, you know, I'm interested, but I don't know where to start. And that's why I think this this podcast is so important. And hopefully this will help provide some guidance to that 17% that would like to get involved. First of all, what does it mean to be a committee member and to serve on a committee of the St. Louis Realtors? I think that's probably the most important question to start with. And At the very core, being on a committee means you're there to help your committee achieve its goals, whatever they may be, to actively participate in those discussions, uh, to bring your ideas and share them freely. Some of the more basic requirements of committee participation are reviewing all of the background materials, come to the meeting prepared, uh, review the agenda, uh, and accept and follow through on assignments that uh, the chairman may ask you to complete. And uh, lastly, consider becoming an RPAC investor. Um, We really strive to achieve 100% participation in RPAC, uh, which is the topic of another podcast. Um, But that, that in, in short, is what it means to serve on a committee. Now, how do I go about uh, expressing my interest? It's very simple. Each year around the first week of July, we send out an email, actually a series of emails, inviting members to share with us their interest in serving on a committee or task force. And we list out all the committees that the association is looking to appoint members to. We give descriptions of what those committees are. And then we simply ask the member to rate what their first choice would be, what their second choice would be, and then what their third choice would be. And um, that invitation is out for about 30 days. We'll do a couple follow-up emails toward the end before we close it out. And then 
come September and October, the incoming president will determine um, the committee makeup in consultation with the president-elect. Those appointments are approved by the executive committee. And then an invitation to serve uh, in the form of a letter is sent out. And then uh, usually around November or December, um, the committee lists are finalized. Uh, so that that is uh, just kind of a brief overview of the process, Jennifer. Thanks, Dan. That was very helpful information. Now, I would like to ask Matt and Katie to jump in with some brief explanations of the committees at St. Louis Realtors. Matt, you want to start us off? Absolutely, Jennifer. And uh, I have to say, I, I love this topic. Like Dan had touched on at 17%, just to give the awareness of how our committees work, what is available, I think is so critical. And I'm really pleased that um, our association is uh, taking it on and sharing this with the membership. Uh, I will say certainly with the large number of committee opportunities we have, one can absolutely find a committee that fits their passions. And that's, I think, is an important thing. You want to be in, um, to be involved in the association. There are many opportunities to find the things that are of interest to you. And that's key. I mean, you want to be involved with a committee that matches what your, you know, your passions, what you're interested in. So we have a lot of opportunities. And to go over a few of them, and these are in alphabetical order, uh, first is our advocacy committee. And the advocacy committee promotes the realtor involvement in election campaigns, political affairs, and government activities. This committee, in conjunction with the Missouri Realtors, sets the legislative agenda for the year. And on that committee, there are 23 members, of which three of them may be affiliate members. Uh, The next is the affiliate council. And this important council is composed of affiliate members of St. Louis Realtors. Uh, The Affiliated Council is a group of dedicated industry-related professionals who work to support St. Louis Realtors' events and initiatives. This can comprise of any affiliate member of the St. Louis Realtors, uh, and they meet six times per year, or or certainly as a lot you'll hear for a lot of these committees when describing them, you know, as needed to carry out its functions or duties. So um, very important council, very important committee, and definitely always want to encourage involvement by our affiliate members. The third is community engagement. The community engagement committee seeks partnerships with other organizations to enhance the quality of housing and homeownership in St. Louis. And they engage in meaningful projects and programs to make a visible difference in our communities and neighborhoods. So I certainly think that description alone highlights how important this committee is. They are, makes up 25 association members. And they, too, shall meet up to six times per year or as necessary or as needed to perform their functions. The Contracts and Forms Committee. The Contracts and Forms Committee provides an opportunity for all interested members to give feedback on proposed contract changes, as well as discussion on risk reduction issues and trends that affect brokerage operations. Contracts and Forms certainly a very important committee uh, because most of us deal with contracts and forms on a daily basis. It comprises of no more than 12 voting members, and these 12 members will meet typically bi-monthly or as necessary. We have our finance committee. The finance committee is chaired by the vice president and treasurer. This committee prepares and presents the annual budget for approval by the board of directors. This committee also monitors the budget and reviews and approves capital items within certain limits. In addition, this committee sets investment and reserve policies and monitors the association's long-term investment fund. And the finance committee consists of, um, besides several of the officers, four uh, realtor members at large. And that finance committee meets quarterly 
or again, as necessary to carry out its duties. And the last one that I'm going to touch on today is our important grievance committee. The grievance committee reviews arbitration and ethics complaints filed with the association to determine if they are appropriate for a hearing in accordance to the National Association of Realtors Code of Ethics and Arbitration Manual. The grievance committee, again, a very important one in terms of the service that it provides to our association and the members. It will consist of no more than 22 realtor members. And an important note of that is a member serves for three years. So it is a three-year term for that. And the grievance committee meets at such times as necessary to carry out its functions or duties, hopefully never. <laughs> so uh, those are uh, a few of the committees. I think Katie's going to share a little bit of information about the others. Thanks, Matt. So we also have an inclusion advisory group. And this committee openly discusses concerns regarding diversity and fair housing, in addition to helping members become more educated on diverse issues. They host some beloved events such as Big Big World and their new Can We Talk series. So they're a very valued committee of ours. There's also the Leadership Academy Advisory Board. The goal of the St. Louis Realtors Leadership Development Working Group, also known as the Leadership Academy Advisory Board, is to give members a chance to lead, engage, act, and perform, or LEAP, as we like to say, by giving them access to a network of community and industry leaders who can enhance their leadership abilities. And I have to say, they've been doing a great job working with our current Leadership Academy. The Professional Standards Committee. Once something is sent on from grievance, it then goes to the Professional Standards Committee, and they are comprised of ethics and arbitration panelists who conduct professional standards hearings. The panelists must have served a minimum of three years on grievance and must also attend annual professional standards trainings. So if you want to be on professional standards, first, you need to get on that grievance committee. We also have an RPAC fundraising group. The Realtors Political Action Committee, or RPAC, is a powerful tool and it utilizes the voluntary contributions of individual realtors to elect candidates who support the realtor party and the real estate industry. The Urban Affairs Forum is one of my favorites as a former chair. And all the members of the association are invited to attend the Urban Affairs Forum events. They are designed to promote living in St. Louis, as well as providing education and networking in an effort to assist realtors in selling the benefits of St. Louis City. And once we are past our COVID phase, we look forward to being back at in-person events all over the city. And finally, the YPN Advisory Board is the Young Professionals Network. It is dedicated to engaging the newly licensed and younger generations of real estate professionals by giving them the tools and encouragement they need to excel in their careers. But if you don't consider yourself young, but young at heart, you are welcome to join the YPN Advisory Board as well. There is no age limit on that committee. Thank you very much, Matt and Katie, for giving those brief but informative descriptions of each of the St. Louis Realtors committees. Greatly appreciated. To move deeper into the functionality of committees, uh, I'd like to ask Dan Sale to tell us a little bit about the roles of the chair and vice chair of a committee. I'd be happy to, Jennifer. The committee chair and the vice chair 
play extremely important roles. The, the committee chair is charged with working closely with the vice chair, the staff liaison, and the director liaison in not only organizing their committee members, but also implementing the goals and objectives of their committee. At the beginning of each year, we have a committee leadership orientation program. That's usually the first Friday in January, and the chair and vice chair are both expected to attend this. And that is really um, a, a very informational program that is intended to give those key positions, all the tools they need to be successful in their coming year. Some of the other things that the chair would be responsible for, of course, would be to preside at all meetings of the committee, to help the committee arrive at their annual objectives. Of course, making sure that those objectives fall within the purpose of the committee and that they are in alignment with the association's mission. It's helpful to be familiar with Robert's Rules of Order not essential, but helpful. And uh, that committee leadership orientation that I talked about a moment ago does have a segment on Robert's Rules of Order. So I wouldn't let that scare anyone away from serving in a leadership role. The chair also communicates regularly with all the parties involved. Another key role of the chair and vice chair would be to make recommendations to association leadership for future committee makeup. Oftentimes, the chair and the vice chair will see uh, budding young new volunteers that they think have leadership potential and would be a great addition to certain committees. And then again, lastly, the the chair and vice chair are uh, supporters of our PAC and encourage the committee members to contribute at a 100% level. The other question I believe you asked was, how do uh, the chairs and the vice chairs get appointed? If you remember earlier in our conversation, we talked about the process by which people can volunteer to serve on committees. Um, That same committee volunteer form also has the option of checking whether or not you're interested in serving as a chair or vice chair of certain committees. Typically, the chair is appointed by the president and the vice chair appointed by the president-elect with the realization that when the president-elect becomes president, their vice chair appointment will move up to chair. And that's important to uh, maintain the continuity of the organization and uh, keep things moving forward. Lastly, all chair and vice chair appointments are approved by the board of directors. Wonderful. Thanks again, Dan. Now, many of you might be wondering what kind of time commitment is required to be involved on a committee. So to answer that question for you, I pass the mic over to Matt. Thanks, Jennifer. It certainly does vary by committee. Uh, In terms of the actual meeting, um, we have anywhere from, say, bi-monthly to some monthly, um, most probably around six times a year. Uh, a lot of them, though, the overriding amount is you know, performance functions. So typically, I would expect you'd see no more at, at a maximum is probably that once a month. Um, but even that, um, most of them is, is more than they actually meet. Typically, the meetings, I would say, would last probably about an hour or two. 
I know a lot of them have added events. So certainly there's times associated with that, whether it be a networking event or a charitable event. So certainly that would factor into the time. And, you know, besides the actual meeting and the other duties to fulfill its mission, um, a lot of it is the preparation. A lot of our committees um, do require some research and reading, some preparation for their meeting to make sure that they're effective. Now, all these things are certainly directed by the chair and the vice chair. So none of these would be surprises. And throughout all this, if a person's considering running, my goodness, do not hesitate to reach out to the the current chair or vice chair um, or any of your officers just to get a feel of what that time commitment is. But um, at a maximum level, I would probably put, you know, an hour or two a month towards that. Great. Thank you, Matt. To close today, I'd like to ask Matt and Katie to tell our listeners why they believe you should serve on a committee. Matt? Thanks, Jennifer. You know, I think there's a lot of important roles of why someone should consider serving on a committee. Um, Certainly, I think it's important to develop oneself, and this is a great opportunity to grow one's experience and certainly grow as a leader. Um, St. Louis Realtors is known not only locally, but within the state and at the national level for turning out some of the best leaders in our industry. So this is an amazing opportunity to start that path, to begin that growth. Now, I also think it's important in our industry, we work with our peers, we work with other realtors on a daily basis. So having that networking opportunity to put faces to names um, and get to know each other better just makes the transactions and the interactions easier and certainly more effective. I've been very fortunate um, over the years to develop true meaningful relationships and uh, friendships with a lot of my fellow realtors and to be able to do deals and see them at events just makes it so much easier. And the other item I wanted to touch on is, you know, this is your association and it's important to have your voice be heard. I think uh, making an impact, making a statement, uh, getting your voice across is such an important thing uh, nowadays and certainly uh, in this industry. And this is what you know the committee allows you to do is to have that voice be heard. Yeah, Jennifer, there's so many wonderful reasons to get involved at the association. And there are so many things that have really touched me. For me, being a part of something bigger, the opportunity to help our community and our fellow realtors has been very important. I think back on some of the work we've been able to get involved in, including helping to fight some legislation, some local legislation that would have mandated evictions. Not only was that legislation bad for our members because they may not have wanted to evict those people and it was found to be unconstitutional. But it helped people stay in their homes. And by helping people stay in their homes, that meant those children got to stay in their schools. That meant their education wasn't interrupted. Their friendships weren't interrupted. And people stayed in their communities, which is huge. And so the impact that we're able to have on real people in our communities by being members of the association and by being active really can make a difference in the lives of people in our community. So that, to me, really has been a driving force in my involvement, as well as, you know, just keeping in the know. It keeps me involved in knowing everything that's going on within our industry so I can really help my clients at a higher level. Thank you so much again to Matt, Katie, and Dan for joining me today and talking about this important topic. 
And uh, I hope you all join us again soon for our St. Louis Realtors podcast. I'm Danielle Finley, and this is Realtor Party Talk, a brief segment with members like you discussing advocacy issues and the importance of the Realtor Political Action Committee, or RPAC. Joining me today is Eric Friedman with Friedman Group Limited Commercial Realtors. How has investing in RPAC affected your business? RPAC has really impacted my business. I've been involved in politics since coming back from the Army in 68, and the Realtor Party has played an important role in what we do every day, protecting homeownership, private property rights, and we're the only national organization advocating for these important qualities to build our country. Homeownership builds communities, private property rights, and the work that our members do in the community. I've had the great honor of working with the Realtor Party for a long time, and we have truly changed the state of Missouri through a program called the Missouri Historic Tax Credit, Neighborhood Preservation, and Rebuilding Communities. We, the realtors, with the help of our great lobbyist, Sam Licklider and Jefferson City, helped to pass the Missouri Historic Tax Credit. Many of our members may know the Chase Park Plaza Hotel. It's had vacant for 10 years at the corner of Kings Highway and Lindell. That was the first project done. And not only have we renovated over 115 buildings in downtown St. Louis, this program has worked throughout the state of Missouri in 66 communities. And we've laid the foundation for new construction. And what's happening now is $9 billion worth of development in the central quarter. And I've sold some of those buildings downtown. So it's really impacted my business. But more importantly, it's impacted all of our business. Because even if you're not in the commercial business, you're selling condos throughout the city. You're now selling new buildings and you're now selling new condos because of the foundation we laid with the Chase Park Plaza Hotel. You just listened to Realtor Party Talk. Thank you for listening to Real Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors. Join us next time for more on real estate news, trends, and industry insights. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate.